Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression Welcome through my blended mouth week of goodness magic I call podcast. It's me magic. flying solo today, and I've got an interesting topic I'm talking about today, which is all about breaking out of the mold of the nine to five and breaking out of that nine to five mentality, even though for most of us, the nine to five doesn't exist, whether you're working for yourself or whether you're working for somebody else. It's very rare that these days we work nine to five, more like nine to nine. And when I was working in advertising agency world, I mean, that would be whatever hours you put in to get the job done. And then the job was never done, right? So I want to be talking about this idea of breaking out of these obligations of what we think we should be doing around working. And actually, more importantly, how we get to understand more around our own rhythms and flows in life. This is something I talk about in terms of practical magic because we are so unique. Each and every one of us is unique as our fingerprints. And I've really got to understand my own rhythms and cycles and how that helps me in terms of feeling physically healthier, spiritually healthier, how I can be more creative and actually more productive as well. This has been a long journey for me and one I'm so glad that I've got to get to know about myself. It's become way, way, way more relevant as owning my own creative business and my journey of working for myself because the life of an entrepreneur is that you think about and you live and breathe your work 24 hours a day. And whilst it's a total joy to be able to do what we do, it is hard work because you are constantly on. And that teamed with my old stories of overworking, which I have shared with you in previous episodes, that aligned with mentally being on all the time with work and, and with clients, etc. It does feed into this old story of hustle, of pushing, of working harder, working longer hours. And this weird idea that whether you're working for yourself or like I say, whether you're working for somebody else or maybe you're a mum, this feeds into this weird perception that we've got that life has to be hard that we have to strive that actually working means long hours and I know that that's very much a hangover for me and we're still in this weird hangover of factory mentality and I recognize this from the place that I was working at before and I've shared before the story that I was waking up every morning and looking at a picture on my wall that said work hard and be nice to people and how that had made a huge impact on my sense of self and my energy levels and who I thought I was so you know I would work I would get up and at five o'clock in the morning I would get on a train to commute to London, I would work in freelance, I would see clients in between, I would do events in the evenings, hustle, hustle, hustle. And I remember the stories and and listening to somebody I was working with who would look around at their team and say, oh, that person may be better at their job because they're here 
the longest you know they don't shy of going home early or they're here late or they're here early and that somehow made it more credible that that person's work was more valued than somebody else who might get that work done in time and go home at a reasonable hour it's really interesting how all of those messages feed into us particularly if we're working for other people we worry about being seen to not work hard and this is a weird hangover and as doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense it's an outdated mode of thought because humans don't work like this you know we're not machines we are not linear we're not computers actually like nature we are nature and we work in natural rhythms and flows and cycles and I'm going to talk a bit more about that in a minute but I just want to get to this idea of the nine to five because it's really interesting. It is an outdated philosophy. It was actually born out of the industrial revolution where people were, were in the late 18th century, they were working in factory outputs and they wanted the factory outputs to be 24 hours a day. And people were working 10 to 16 hours a day. And it's interesting, right, that they were working 10 to 16 hours a day then and the conditions as they were and yet we're still working 10 to 16 hours a day now okay we're not doing that heavy laboring but if you're in a job or you're with your kids and it's 16 well with kids it's 24 hours a day but if you're working 10 to 16 hours that's a lot of thought and the wear that that has on the body and then this guy Robert Owens started a campaign for eight hours labor eight hours recreation and eight hours rest and that's where the idea of the nine to five came from and we still you know we're in the 21st century and we still have this mentality and for myself that's taken a long time to shift in fact I've only really recently noticed that it has shift and I was having a conversation with my darling friend Ebony on her podcast yesterday about when that shifted because I used to have this feeling that when I was working in my business that I would still be watched you know that there was still somebody clock watching me and so if I wasn't sat at my desk at nine o'clock working away and if I wasn't if I was still working until eight nine great you know that meant that I was putting the hours in that meant validating what I was doing but the output of my work probably wasn't that much so I've learned a different way of working with myself for more energy for more creativity and for more rest when it's needed and that is to get to understand natural rhythms and natural cycles and going with the flow of life this is a much more feminine approach to working and I I personally need a lot more femininity in my life I have a lot of masculine yang energy so it's important for me to have feminine energy and it's important for all of us and actually when we tune into this natural rhythms and flows and cycles we when we work with it it makes us much more productive seems counterintuitive but it is and let me tell talk a bit more about the natural rhythms and flows so we have the most we have the most um normal ones right so for women menstrual cycles and if you listened to the podcast that i did with claire baker 
If you haven't, go and listen to it. It's a game changer. And I think this is actually one of the biggest things that's helped me to become much more aware of what goes on as a woman. So she talks about the fact that we have our own inner seasons in our menstrual cycle and when you can understand your inner seasons which are very aligned as you might imagine to our actual seasons so we have a, an inner spring and in a summer and an inner autumn and winter and so understanding what's going on from a hormonal point of view but what's going on for us spiritually emotionally physically and mentally in each of those seasons helps us to align with ways of working with creativity when it's time to rest pause and reflect that has been a huge game changer for me if I'm no longer pushing against times when it is time to pause and reflect and then I can make most of spring and summer by being out there by being on by being more vibrant and then obviously we and and men have cycles in every single day really interestingly guys have cycles every single day so they have would have what is um, aligned to a monthly cycle in a daily cycle really interesting and then obviously seasonal you know depending on which part of the hemisphere you live in there are seasonal and that's dependent on light so how we are affected by light and the seasons of our lives too So we will have different energy depending on the different seasons of our lives. So like I'm in my early 40s now and it's really interesting when you've got a lot of friends who are kind of shifting out of their 20s and into their 30s and when it used to be about going out clubbing and the me generation and and now it's all about, oh God, I'd really like to stay in on a Saturday night and and that feels like such a joy or going to bed before 10 o'clock. Although... I'm kind of shifting into night owl, which is quite interesting. So understanding where your energy levels are, the seasons of your life, and then seasonal. So as I said, you know, the seasons in the Northern Hemisphere, we're very much affected by the amount of light that we get in. That tunes into our circadian rhythms. So circadian rhythms are related to the amount of light that we get in. They're known as the body clock. And there are 24-hour internal clock. And this is all to do with cyan bacteria and it affects everything from living beings to plants to animals to fungi to bacteria as I've just mentioned. So we work on a 24-hour internal clock and you'll notice this very much about when you have dips and flows with energy levels. So there's two particular dips the in energy level and one of them is at 2 to 4 a.m in the morning so we don't in if, if you're normally asleep at that time that will be when you're in your deepest level of lower energy same 1 to 3 p.m in the afternoon and what happens is that dips down because what's actually happening with the body and the brain is that we're getting ready to go to rest so you'll notice that you might be reaching for chocolate or sugary snacks one to three in the afternoon know that this is very natural and know that this will be all to do with the amount of light that you're getting into the body and this will be more acute if you're sleep deprived so and it will be different for all of us so if you are a night out i.e if you go to bed after 11 o'clock and you wake up later or if you're an early bird and you get to bed earlier and wake up 
earlier then this will your body clock will be slightly different and it's all to do with the amount of light that we get in so what happens is and sorry I'm getting really geeky about this because I absolutely adore it but what happens is it's all to do with the light and the hypothalamus part of the brain so what happens is when it gets darker the eye sends a signal to the hypothalamus part of the brain that it's time to go to sleep so that is happening 24 hours a day but like I say it also happens with our seasonal cycles as well so in autumn and winter when we're getting less light in naturally what our bodies will do is go into more of a sleep state it's all you know that's why we have seasonal affective disorder as well because the amount of light that we're getting in means that the body is not is not producing as much energy into the body so therefore you may feel more sleepy you may feel less energy that may lead on to feeling low in energy reserves and low in mental energy reserves as well that's why things like the um the lights that you can get are so good and i have one because i'm really affected by the light myself so then talking about concentric circles then you go into something which is working on a more micro level which is ultradian rhythms and this is our basic rest activity cycle and these are happening throughout the day and night so the ultradian rhythm is working at a more subtle level so it's 80 to two hour minutes two hour cycles day and night so at night we work on 90 minute sleep cycles and generally what that means is you're cycling between a rest and a non-rest so a rest and active so you go into rest sleep which is your non-REM sleep which is when your body your brain everything is repairing and then REM sleep is when you are active when you're dreaming so that's the weight that's the the sleep rest activity and then in the daytime when we are awake or depending on you know whether you work in shift cycles you've got the waking rest activity cycle and this is really good because this helps us to be more creative and more productive because when we can work with these cycles we can manage energy we can maximize it so if you think about if we're working on these ebbs and flows the way that one um old trade and rhythm works if it works on a, a a 90 minute cycle is that you or 120 minutes sorry is that you work on something for 90 minutes and then you rest for 20 minutes so thinking about what you can get done in 90 minutes and you'll notice this right if you're in a meeting and it's going on for four hours man see how your energy feels you're you're done like by the end of that four hours you are done because your brain cannot keep going for that long it is not linear it's not a factory it's not a computer it cannot go for that long so to manage this and be most optimum is to work in 90 minutes of activity and then 20 minutes of rest and that rest might be going out for a walk it might even be taking a nap if you can do that but it's those 20 minutes the spaces in between will allow everything to recuperate and so that you can work on the next 90 minutes. Tony Schwartz, actually, he he works on the energy project, and he talks about this as 
all about managing your energy and not your time. So all of this is about gaining awareness of what works for you. And something really simple, which you can look at doing around this, is just checking in on the four elements of our energy. So physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. So asking yourself throughout the day, physical, how healthy am I feeling? Emotional, how happy am I or not happy am I? Mentally, how am I focusing? So if you're not able to focus on something, do you need to take a break away from it? And then spiritually, how am I connected to intuition, to my purpose, to my drive? And then knowing these, like checking in your physical, emotional, mental health aligned with your energy is going to help you to just know where you're at. So if you are feeling physically tired, maybe you need a rest. If you're emotionally not feeling great, where do you need to go and do something else? Or how do you help to look after your well-being? Mentally, how are you focusing? If you've been trying to focus on something to, for more than 90 minutes, the likelihood is that you need to go and do something else and come back to it. Doesn't mean you're going to lose your thread. It actually means that you're going to do more with it. And then spiritually, so checking in on your intuition, your connection to yourself or what's beyond you and your purpose. You know, where do you need to fill up on more of checking in with yourself? So that might be moving your body to connect head to, to body, etc. So these are all things, a really fascinating topic around getting to understand your patterns and your cycles and ways that you can do this might be through tracking you know have a look at other cycles that are going on around us like the lunar cycles the astrological cycles and how that tunes into all your natural rhythms and flows i'd be really interested to hear how you guys get on with this this is something that i just as i say find such a fascinating topic so notice what you notice as I say in the Practical Magic Activation Deck book, your patterns are unique to you and you can adjust through rest, play, creativity and productivity around your rhythms. That's it from me today. I hope you've enjoyed this session. This podcast it is a fascinating subject. I'm going to be back next week with another gorgeous guest, Ms. Susie Ashworth, and we're going to be talking all things about getting aligned to purpose and strategy and faith and miracles so I can't wait to share that with you until next week if you've enjoyed this show today would you do me a favor and pop on over to iTunes and do leave me a review and rate what you think of the practical magic podcast it always helps for other people who might be looking for our general loveliness and wisdom to help find us so until next week, gorgeous ones, here's to your natural rhythms and flows.